0: You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello
1: and welcome to the Creatively Geeky show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight I'm joined by my uh, accomplices, my uh, partners in crime (laughs) in uh, creative endeavors, uh, Chris and Ray. How are y'all doing? I'm
0: doing okay.
1: Yeah, we're surviving. Good deal. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you can do. I know. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get and jump right into what we've been working on uh, or our updates from last time. Uh, would anyone like to go first? Sure. All right, Ray. Um, you had a simple one. Okay. Oh um, yes. Let's see if you can get. Let's see if you did this one. I need to take a day and do something I want to do. Yeah, I still haven't done that.
2: <laughs> There's been some complications with that one. Okay. Um, so recently, uh, my grandfather had passed away. So we were I'm sorry about that. All that. yeah. Thank you. Um, so we're dealing with all that, uh, and uh, we also came across a lot of lead paint in our kitchen, which we'll discuss. Uh, so that kind of put a delay on things as well. So, uh, but. Uh, my my goal uh, is to to pick a day coming up sooner than later. You
0: did, to be fair to you, you had. I had a day. a day. I, I had did, scheduled a day, and then
2: up. and it was just stuff that kind of came up that uh, kind of had to take precedence because sometimes life. life just happens, right? So, oh, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. So did not complete that. However, gotcha. I did complete a painting. You did what? Which which I did share, uh, with you. Uh-huh. uh huh. I, I can share it on here because uh we we know our our we person said, the no. person that's going to get it will not see this no um so i did my uh i've done this similar as a drawing before but i've got a, a watercolor version of uh, yep. dr seuss uh horton here's who uh it's like one of the end pages so it's um uh, It was a fun little project that I got, I was able to get done. So,
0: yeah, we made a care package for our friends and each one of us made something. So I crocheted a little granny square blanket. You made that painting. Logan drew up a little poster and Quinn. Quinn's been on this like huge creature creation kick where he comes home sometimes almost every day after school with like a new creature he's created. Mm -hmm. So he created this little creature specifically for our friend's daughter. So, yeah. So,
1: is the was that complete watercolor, or was that just the the coloring uh,
0: on it was watercolor
2: and the rest of it was ink, or? So, um, I use like an uh, India ink. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's like a water based India ink that I use, uh, and then there's um, it, and that's all the black and gray is, uh, and then the pink, the pink for the flowers, is watercolor. It was actually more of a
1: gouache, whatever gouache. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it looked it looked fantastic. Like I was <laughs> like there's I couldn't have traced it that easily. <laughs> <laughs> Did that good of a job. Um Chris, let's go ahead and jump to you. Uh your thing I I'm, I'm betting you probably didn't do because I'm guessing what you what Ray talked about beforehand is probably what took most of your time. Uh you had down a store plan.
0: No, okay. I, I, so we have talked about that and, um, I'm still unsure because Etsy has raised their rates and there was a big boycott, uh, kind of online thing going on with that. Which I want to talk so about this, later.
1: So yes. Yeah. With
0: okay. their sellers. So I think at this point, I'm not going to reopen my store. Uh, I'm going to finish the blankets that are in various states. And I think, cause I, just, hate facebook i really don't like it um
2: but i've I've offered to post them for myself like on my own thing so that uh she does not have anything to do with it but that
0: didn't that's go. well yeah uh so i'll figure out another way to sell them but yeah i think as of now my etsy store is gonna gonna it was a fun little experiment gotcha so that's what i'm gonna like uh chalk it up to so yeah we had to talk about that we went for a walk Uh, and talked about it and it's just one of those things where it's kind of not worth just because of the like if they were it's yeah
2: here's my problem right uh and and this goes for a bunch of companies not just etsy but um because they don't make record profits every year uh because there's a decline in profits is what a lot of people like netflix is notorious for this saying that we've had a decline in profits yeah, it's just because you didn't set a record this year. You still made a lot of money, but mm-hmm. you didn't set a record. And because you didn't set a record, oh, now your profits go down. Like, this is, that's not how this works, people. You're not going to make record profits every year. And I'm looking at you, banks. Like, <laughs> but anyway, that's yeah. just a, another little side.
0: And they have problems with like third party sellers and resellers and stuff like that, like people yeah. selling things in there that they haven't made that if they've bought from, you know, like manufacturing companies from China, and stuff like that. So it's just, I think Etsy's at this point now where they've gotten so big and they're so well known that they're starting, not starting, they've been losing sort of their control over the whole handmade mm-hmm. component. That's what made Etsy so special in the first place. Um, yep. They've sort of lost track of how important that is because you can buy, I mean, we bought a faucet off of Etsy. And in the pictures, I mean, I like it. It's a it's a um, like a placeholder. Because so what I really want is like five hundred dollars, and that's not in the budget. Um, so it's a placeholder for now. But we bought it off Etsy, and it looked really cool in the pictures and stuff like that. And it came really timely. And it is, well, maybe it was made in China, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's mass produced, and it was in a mold, and it was just sort of you know, yeah. cycled
1: out. So this I've is seen, not a handmade thing. I've seen people post like Transformers, like yeah. from, like 1986 Transformers. And I'm just like, you obviously didn't make this. Like maybe, because yeah. I was like, well, maybe they fixed it. Maybe that's how, maybe that's their angles. Like, I found a broken Transformer and I fixed it and now I'm selling it. That yeah. I can understand. No, sure. just literally, oh, well, I have a collection. I'm getting rid of my collection. I'm like, yeah. you are supposed to be on eBay, yes. not Etsy. You have the wrong e-company. Yeah. Yes. E- so.
2: eBay is the way you do that. Etsy was supposed to be, like you it's said. It's strictly a, a
0: handmade market. Handmade market. Exactly.
2: This yeah. is the stuff that I created, and you get to enjoy it. And yeah. that's what it should go back to. But.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, not going to do Etsy Yeah. Or the foreseeable future. Gotcha. What so. about you, Eugene? <laughs> um, well, let's
1: see here. The, the thing I had down that I was going to work on was I said I was going to work on doing a foam proton pack. Mm -hmm. Um, I have done absolutely nothing on that. (laughs) And the reason, uh, before the show we were talking a little bit is because I literally just did like a 90 degree turn and just went down a completely different path. The reason I went down a completely different path was I was hoping to do the foam proton pack and I was hoping to use it as my test bed for, um, some of the painting techniques that I'm going to use. Uh, so for example, on the main body of the proton pack. Um, they're supposed, it's supposed to be textured cause it's supposed to be hammered metal. And so two of the things that most people come down on, they're like either use truck bed liner and then paint over it or use, uh, the orange peel like you'd use on, you know, on walls or whatever, very lightly and knock it down as well. Well, there's also the, that textured paint you can get that, you know, hammered metal paint you can get, you know, spray paint or whatever. And I was going to try all three of them and kind of see which one I want to go. Um, the San Antonio group posted a thing saying that uh, in um, August, I believe it is, uh, they're having a big convention down there and Ernie Hudson's going to be there, Wow which is great. I've met Ernie Hudson. I actually, I had his autograph. Unfortunately, it, it has been destroyed. So I do need to get Ernie's uh, autograph again. Um, but uh, Uncle Dan's going to be there as well. Performing one night uh with um what's his name as the Blues brothers?
0: John Belushi? Uh-huh. Whoa. So, Wait, so... Jim Belushi. Jim, yeah, Jim. Jim, Jim Belushi, sorry, John was going yeah. pass away. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, so it's cool. like, is there a possibility we might get some Ghostbuster stuff going? So I was like, you know what? I need to get my Proton Pack and and mm. I need to get it where I want it to go. Yeah. So uh I kinda I don't want to say I screwed myself, but I disassembled my previous Proton Pack, my original one, my junk build one. Uh in fact the what remaining parts are sitting here on my desk. Um but anyway I disassembled it and um because I was thinking about using some of the parts for the fro- for the foam proton pack. And then I have gone and disassembled my current Proton pack. Um but I have been working on it. So here's the thing. So, uh, so it, it, I basically, when I built the thing, I used this stuff called XTC 3D, which is basically a uh, a resin. And um, the idea is it's much easier to it's much easier to sand. It knocks down a bunch of the the print layer lines. And so I used it. Well, when I used it, I was trying to do too big an area, and I was in too big a rush, and I just was not used to using resin. And so I got these, I call them gloopy places where you can see that it's kind of like pulled or it's it's mm-hmm. not smooth. It it's supposed to be self-leveling and it did not. It, it it had these rough spots on it. Um and so I um I've taken it apart and most of it is still all one one big shell. There's about four or five pieces that are all in different pieces, and I've already started repainting it, and so like this is the bumper part that's on the back of it. Okay. And uh, and in the pictures that I shared, like you could see, like right here, it was very gloopy and stuff like that. It is nice and smooth now, okay. uh, which is what I'm I'm going for. Uh, this is one of the pieces that will not be. The other thing is, is my first when I first painted this thing, I painted it. Depending on how you talk to in the group in the groups, most people paint either uh, paint either flat or matte. I think the first time I painted it, it was flat. This time I'm going matte, so it's got a little bit more of a sheen to it. Um, but like I spent last night outside with my, uh, um, the main shell and I was sanding it and I was getting most of those spots off or whatever. I need to go through and use uh, a bunch of Bondo and level out some places and then go back over and sanding a couple of quick things. Number one, I don't know why I always hate, I, I love doing it once I get into it, but I hate wet sanding until I start it. Because oh my god, it makes the sandpaper go so much further and it makes it so much smoother. Yep. Um, it's just mm-hmm. the fact that I mean, granted, you can't really do it when it's cold because you know, depending on where you're doing it, you are probably going to be freezing. Uh, but yeah, just sitting out on the porch and yeah, there's there's some places I need to clean up on the floor where it's. It, Christy looked out and was like, "What is that gray on the floor?" I'm like, "It. Don't worry about it. It will come off. It's just it's I just drippings. Yeah, it's just drippings from the 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 the." the the filler primer. So anyway. It is news. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Uh, so anyway, I've got a couple of these parts done and it's not a hundred percent. Like you can look at it and there are some places, but I also want this thing to look used. So if there's some little places here and there, I'm fine with that. So plus it's not supposed to be a mass produced item. It's not, I'm not being a stormtrooper from Star Wars. This is supposed right, yeah. to be a pack that was built. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, couple of quick things. Number one, um, I've bought two new tools that have greatly helped me and I wanted to talk about those real quick. The number 1 is um it's a basically a a mini hand belt sander also known as a finger sander. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. I don't. Um so basically it's a tool it's about so long and then it jets oh, out well, here. Well,
0: I think I've seen those. And
1: it has a little bitty belt sander on the end of it.
0: Okay. I think I've seen those. Yes, oh that's my. What
1: that is. Okay. Oh my god. Like now granted the sandpaper that came with it was probably either 60 or 80 grit. Ooh, it will <laughs> chew into some stuff. So I had to buy some much higher grit. Um, but at 120 grit, man, I was, I was ripping through that, that on um, the stuff on that proton pack. Now, some of it is, did get a little rough, but that's fine. That's what the bond was going to be for, but getting a man and instead of having to just sit there and sand and sand and sand by hand, man, that makes it short work of it because it, it can get into a lot smaller places than like an orbital sander can. Yeah, the other okay. thing that I bought was something cool. Christy, um, Christy got a new, uh yep that's it yep just like that uh christy bought a new well technically it, it could be used as a necklace or it could be used as a as a bracelet and she bought it and she's like man it's 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 got, it's a little long it's got that when you do it it's a little long in the end and she's like could you make it shorter and i'm like yeah i should be able to take the links out and remove it man they were tiny so i'm like all right i'm gonna go buy a tool so i can do this a little easier." And so I there bought it this. Is,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Fun.
1: these go here like yes. this. You. And then for those of you who are listening to the audio version of it, basically it's a, like kind of a pair of glasses you put on that has a thing that jets out and it's got a light. light? It's got a go. light. Jeez. Super bright, <laughs> yes. super helpful when you're working on stuff, but also turn that back off. It also has, Magnifiers. Yay. And so literally, like, of course, I think I grabbed the thickest one. Of course you did. That's okay. That, that makes you know it even better. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, i
1: You so, picture of this. Um, <laughs> you look great. It, it, I, let me tell you, this is fantastic. <laughs> and, in fact, I've halfway thought, um, I've got a Ghostbusters event coming up in about two and a half weeks. So i kind of pressure to get my pack back and, and going. But I'm like, man. If I don't get it going, I may go the final the, the casual route. I've always talked about going cuz I've got the blue lab coat, so I may just do like slacks, you know, work shoes or whatever, a button-up shirt and just and like freaking wear these and like, you know, yep. Ha- nice. yeah. Yep. Scientist version. So,
2: so can you send me the link as where you got those because uh Quinn has got into and actually this is something creative uh, that we did do. Yes. Uh, Quinn has got into what's War, the
0: Warhammer, Warhammer. Mm-hmm.
2: and so Quinn asked us to paint uh, a, figure. a figure each, mm-hmm. so we did. Um, uh, I'll have to send you pictures afterwards, uh, and I, there was a couple of times where I'm like, listen, my 40-year-old eyes, I'd like to have
1: something where I can just see where the tip of that fucking paintbrush yep. is. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, I, it was super easy changing out her changing out her thing with these. Um, right. And then I actually used them last night because even with, even with what light I had out on the back porch, I had it all cranked up to high, I'm still trying to sand something that's black. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was just like, I need more light. Well, I've got these really bright lights, but it's kind of hard to hold the light in one hand and use the belt sander in the other, and I'm just like... I'm going to go grab those things and see. It. And sure enough, you saw how bright it was in the video. I was like, oh, yeah. I put those things on, put my dust mask on. And I'm, man, I was able to rock and roll with that. I was like, where have these been all my life? So, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're doing the whole miniature thing or, or doing anything that, uh, you definitely need to, you know, a, a magnifying would be really helpful. Mm-hmm. I think these things were $20 on Amazon. Also worth every right. penny. Cool. So it's one of those things. I'm like, God, I should have done this like, like years ago. Awesome. So um let's see the proton pack shell, I'm working on that. Um uh, the magnifying glasses. Um so uh, okay, so we can kind of start rolling into some Etsy stuff here. Number one, <laughs> um I really I overworked myself over spring break because I had that event going on and I was trying to sell as many uh matrixes as I could and man it ate up so much of my time. And so I've talked to Christy and I think what I've done is previously on my Etsy store, I've put up like once a month, I go up there and I say, all right, I'll, I'll have five, you know, enough parts for five matrixes. Mm-hmm. And I give the options. You can get, order it in orange. You can order it in uh, the, the gold or you can order it in the other two versions. And the thing is with that is I do tend to sell more of the gold. But I only print so many of them. So if all five orders ends up being the gold ones, I still have to go through and you know try to get them all printed. And then I have to get them together and everything. Um, and so I've decided to change the way I'm doing my Etsy store. And so now I'm breaking it into every month I'm going to put up two orange ones, three gold ones, and I'll leave the, the two specialty ones up there just in case I get an order for one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to make these things first before I post them. And and so instead of like kind of waiting for them to all hopefully sell or for several of them to sell, um, I'm just gonna sit down and probably take a weekend, which kind of sucks, or you know some evenings or whatever. And I'm gonna put them all together. That also means when I list them, instead of having to say four weeks for shipping, I can knock it down to one because they'll all be done. It's just like all right, well, just pack them up and get them the hell out of here. So yeah. I am changing that. <clears throat> That's good. But what you were asking about it, or what you were bringing up about Etsy, yeah. um, I didn't know about all this stuff until, crap, I can't remember how I heard about it, and then, of course, you know, I started researching, and I was just like, well, this is balls. Yeah. So, um, those of you who don't know, if you're listening to the the show and you don't know, so Etsy has decided, uh, like Ray was talking about, um... You know, they're saying, oh, well, profits are down. Now, here's the thing. I understand they handle all of the, you know, the interactions and stuff like that and they have to keep the servers going. And I'm sure there's software improvements and patches and everything else. But they don't make anything like they're just the go between. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they have bumped up their their take on stuff so much. Uh, and then like you were bringing up the fact that, you know, people are starting to sell stuff on there that's not homemade. It's it's yeah. just bought or you know mass manufactured um i just i really think it's a, a ripe time for someone to kind of just eat their lunch at this point like it would be i don't even know how hard it would be to just fly in and say hey listen we're going to take 3% instead of etsy's what 6 or 7% or whatever whatever it's been bumped yeah. up to
0: yeah they raised it another 1.5% or something like something that.
1: like that yeah it's getting <laughs> up there um, Yeah. doesn't lot but after
2: you know when you're when you're trying to
0: it's 20 cents to list it then you then when you sell it it's their fee that gets their percentage of whatever you sold it for um and then so it adds up because your margins are so small to begin with for people
2: that are making things themselves and usually paying themselves well under well under the going rates uh, yeah, a lot of people are just doing this so that they can keep doing it, right? And that's that's the thing. They're not in it to make money. They're in it to continue to do what they love. But
0: some people, like there, are a good chunk that are making I'm sure
2: that they're making decent money and they are it. trying to make a living. And and again, their margins are small mm-hmm. compared to like a big company, a big company, and especially yeah. like Etsy. And it's like,
0: and there are other places to sell it. It's just Etsy, sort of one of those. The, it's it, so well known and everybody like i like going to etsy
1: yeah uh, and so. see that's the problem is, is everyone's become so conditioned to going to etsy even though i still think even though i have redone all of the images um you know on my stuff mm. it uh, um it uh, uh you know so that people have some of the information that they never look at but it's horrible trying to get people to read the description on stuff. Yeah. It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um so I've pulled up my spreadsheet on on the stuff that I sell. So like the matrix for example, I sell it for um 125. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um so let's see here. We're going to do we're going to do a little live math here. <laughs> uh cuz you we'll know like math live math on a podcast is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We'll um, try to fill the air with something. Yeah, so 125, so uh minus 20 cents for the listing. Um, I'm not gonna add the sales tax because, like that, you know that that doesn't count. Uh, processing fee for a $125 purchase. Processing fee is $4.25. Mm-hmm. Uh, the transaction fee is an additional $6.25. So we're looking at just between those two fees, we're looking at 10, 11, 12 dollars. So now on a $125 sale, I'm down to 114. Thirty.
2: Now okay. you also have to pay for the
1: shipping because you offer free shipping. Yes. So the shipping is it's a little over fourteen dollars. We're gonna say we're gonna say we'll say fourteen just just to be just to be generous. So now I'm down to a hundred dollars. Uh, last time I checked, I think there are I can't remember if it's forty or sixty. I can't remember what my ratio is. I want to say there's about forty dollars worth of parts in the thing, and so. Let's say I make about sixty dollars because I did bump up the price. Let's say I make sixty dollars on a matrix. Mm -hmm. How many hours do you think it takes me to put put those things together? It'll be
0: it'll be uh, you're paying yourself way under minimum wage.
1: Are you paying yourself six bucks an hour? Like Uh, I think I think I usually I try to do it in batches so it ends up working out better. Like I always try to do it in batches. But hell, if I go over. Four hours working on it, and that includes, you know, the the packaging and everything else. I'm I'm down to fifteen dollars an hour, and that's like uh, that's I mean that's what that's what you know minimum should be. It's not what it is, but I mean, of course, a lot of places have started paying that. Oh, it is. That's it's what it is. Fourteen here. an hour here now. <clears throat> so yeah, see, yeah, I'm, I'm basically paying myself, you know, bare minimum mm-hmm. minimum wage to do this. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's being generous because it's yes. less, less. Yeah. Uh, there's a, um, there's a, a, a really big cosplayer in, in Germany. Her and her husband are both full-time. Well, she's a full-time cosplayer. He helps her with the cosplay and stuff like that. Uh, now they've written books, uh, cosplay books. Um, they do lots of different other things besides just like, you know, videos on, on you on YouTube and stuff. Um, but yeah, like she's she's done several videos where she, you know, people ask, "Well, why don't you take uh commissions that aren't from like big businesses like, you know, like Blizzard and, you know, mm-hmm. big companies have come to her to do these." And she's like, "Well, let's see. It's like, you know, $100, $200 in materials to do this costume that you're looking at, and then it was literally like 60-80 hours to put it together." Mm-hmm. She's like, "So if I paid myself minimum wage, it's like who is going to come to me and say, I will pay you a thousand dollars to make this costume? she goes, no no. one's going to do that.
0: That's the biggest problem is, is knowing you have to know your worth. However, you also have to know what, because the more expensive it is, the more smaller your, your customer base can be. And then because the people who can afford all that, you don't Yes, so no. want to deal with them? No, no thank you. So it's hard because, because
2: there's a lot of input that they now have, yeah, so
0: yeah. I so I try to price my stuff. what would what's too much? like well, what, what would I be like, um'm, no, I'm not paying that because that's way too expensive. And then what's be like, okay, well, I can see why they would price it like that. Yeah. So that's what I try to do, but just enough to be uncomfortable with it, yeah, makes. that's what somebody was saying on <laughs> on um. She's a big Etsy seller, and she's like, she tries to price herself where she's just a little bit uncomfortable with the price, and um, it's like, yeah, but it's still, it's such a kind of, I, I feel yucky yeah. pricing my stuff. It just feels uh, weird. I
2: do too. That's probably the reason why I still have a painting right there.
0: Yeah, way in the back,
2: like five foot by four foot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you have the other thing that that they've started doing. So like, one of the big pushes they had was they wanted everyone to do free shipping within the U.S. Yeah. So everyone was like, "Well, I guess I'm just going to add the price," and everyone kind of was like, "All right, I understand the the shipping price is now included in this. That's why it went up, seven dollars or fifteen dollars or whatever you know whatever it was." Uh, but now they've started this this star seller thing, and in order to do that, every month you have to have greater than 95% on on-time shipping and tracking, which that one totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have to have above 95% on five-star ratings. And you have to have above 95% on your message res- uh, response rate. And so you have to re- respi- uh, respond to any message you get within 12 hours or 24 hours. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently looking, I'm currently a star seller for April and I'm, I want to keep that because, um, come next month, like, uh, there are some other people who are selling matrixes and having that little badge might help me out. It might be that one little part that edges me uh, out of, you know, someone else. Um, mm-hmm. But like I'm looking at my performance for May, or for uh, May right now, I'm 100 percent on shipping and tracking. I'm at 96 percent on star ratings. Talk about that in a second. And I'm at 94 percent on message response. I was like, what the hell happened? Well, the guy <laughs> sent me two messages. He sent me one through Etsy and he sent me one as an email. Well, I responded to him on the email. Yeah, and the message for Etsy got underneath my radar, and I was just like, "Mother."
0: So, so so that adds stress, though, too, right? And if you uh and you know, you have a full time job, right? And two kids, and you have a life. So, trying to be a a five star seller every single month. And it's, running a podcast. And running a podcast. Yeah. And running a website <laughs> like and now being you a have Ghostbuster and yeah. Yeah. Now you're now you have to worry about your response time yeah. for these messages. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's I'm not a very I'm very competitive with myself. I'm not very competitive in general. So that for me all these incentives I hate incentives drive me nuts. And it's just like all these incentives incentives incentives. It's like yeah, you're just stressing people out. You're just stressing sellers out. And a lot of these sellers, that's their that's their income. So you've I was watching somebody today. She's a um, she's a collector, she's a Harry Potter collector right now. She changes her collection every few years. Of what she collects. Um, her name's Carla. And right now she's really big into Harry Potter. And she's a very A type person, she's super extrovert. She's on all the time, like talking. Like she was on Instagram the day after she had surgery. Like she's just it's just who she is, right? So right. So she's talking to her husband about becoming a full-time content creator because she loves to do it. And then she started, it was, she knows behind the scenes because she has friends who do that full time. And she's like, you're a slave to the algorithm. Oh yeah. Uh, any changes, you now have to adapt the way you do things yep. because you constantly have to keep on top all the time. Yep. You can never take a break. You always have to be on because the moment you have a lull, you start losing your audience because we all have, attention spans of naps now. So, you know, and she's like, it's too stressful. She has four kids. She's got a job. She, you know, they, they travel a lot, whatever, but she's got a lot going on. So the fact that she's got a job, so at least she has that solid income twice a month where she knows she's getting paid. That's, that's not something that's tied to any computer program or engagement that she's got to do. It's, she's like, I'm going to do that as much as she would love to content create. Having to be a, basically a slave to your phone, to your to any to any technology, you're stuck with it because that's your income, and it would fluctuate so much. And and you are you're slave to the winds of the platform that you are creating for.
2: There's a, yeah. there's a pod, there's a podcast that I follow. Uh, Steve Dangle podcast. It's all about hockey, but they're, they're expanding and mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, anyway, they started as a podcast and, but they had to make a decision. And so this past, this past year, they've created their own network. So it's called the Steve Dangle podcast network, SDPN. And what they've had to do. So now thankfully they, uh, each of them have worked in the industry for long enough that they've got contacts and they've made a name for themselves uh and they all have full-time jobs and now they're running this network as well but the only way that they could do it is to get um sponsors, sponsors to do it mm-hmm. so i love listening to their podcasts but out of their hour and a half hour to hour and a half that um podcast that they run you're listening to and they, they put it in a weird time so i always skip the first minute and a half to two minutes because it's all ads. It's done talking, yeah. but it's all ads. Incentives. And then they talk for 20 minutes or something. And then it's ads again for another two minutes, two and a half minutes. And then we talk. And then there's another two, two and a half minutes. Like, so, when I, and I understand what they're doing, but I miss the days where they would just were able to do what they wanted to do mm-hmm. because they had no ads. Uh, I respect the hell out of the guy called the hockey guy. Uh, he's out of Vancouver and he's on YouTube and that's all he does is YouTube. Every day he's putting out content based on hockey. Uh, And, you know, he quit his job. Amazing that he was able to do what he does. Um, But he specifically says, I do not take sponsorships so that I do not have to have anybody tell me what I I can and can't Mm -hmm. do on this channel. I want to do what I would do. And and I I respect that. Like that, good on him for doing it the Mm -hmm. way that he does. Uh, He doesn't have to mention ads or anything like that. He just goes on, does his thing and doesn't listen to anybody else so appreciate. Nice. so
1: like there's okay so two things I wanted to bring up on kind of on that front um, and then there was there was something I want to rope around back to on the Etsy thing so like there's a couple they um did YouTube in Houston and mm. they've actually moved to Austin I've actually have shared several of their videos you know on the, on the back channel or whatever um and um they have four or five different channels on YouTube specifically because some of the things that they were doing, if they put it on their main channel, didn't do well. That's not what the normal people were expecting. And so they're like, well, this is fun. This is something we want to do. But if we put it on the main channel, it doesn't do well. So they had to create a separate channel so that when people were looking for this other content, that's where they would go. And then they started, you know, live streaming video games. Well, they had to have another channel for that because that's not the making channel that they're main, you know, they're mainly known for. And so, you know they've had to do like they've had to do that. They've had to break it into several, you know, several things. Technically speaking, if we really wanted to go after this and try to, you know, make a real run with our network, we would have to break all four shows into four different YouTube channels. We would have to have a channel yes. for yep. this, a channel for the main show, a channel for Marginally Geeky, and a channel for Sustainably Geeky. And yes. then if we were going to do anything else, we'd have to have a separate channel for that. And I don't want to have to deal with four freaking channels. That's ridiculous. Well, um,
2: to, to actually hit the algorithm properly, we'd have to put content on each of those channels daily. Yeah. Well, not
1: that's even true. daily. Like, even if you hit it weekly, but still weekly would be a hell of a lot of work, oh, especially for yep. four different shows. Yes. Like Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yep. Um. And then what you were saying. So the one political podcast that I still listen to, um, his biggest boast is he has a Patreon. Like, that's what he does. He puts out two free shows a week. If you're on the Patreon up past a certain level – you get four episodes a week and he you know he completely says he's like the he's he's actually uh, his instagram he was posting he's currently in crap i can't remember somewhere where they've got a, a, a the, someone is currently you know doing uh, uh you know they're they're getting ready for the uh, midterm election stuff he's out there going and he's like the only reason i'm here is because you support me. He's like, I don't mm-hmm. take any ads. I don't take anything from anyone except for the listeners. You are the reason I'm able to do this, and I'm the only person that I know of that does this. I am completely and totally independent, which is why I say what the hell I want, and I bash both sides of the party. Yeah. He's like, yeah. So anyway, uh, going back to one of the things you were talking about <laughs> on <laughs> Etsy, um, yeah. the reason why I have a 96% star rating because I had a one-star rating come up and i'm like why did i get a one star well i went back i I messaged the guy he was like oh well it wasn't very well printed and and some other things i'm just like i messaged him i said hey i kind of wish you would have contacted me and told me you had an issue instead of just you know giving me a a bad rating well he got back to me he said actually i did contact you back in february and said i kind of had some problems with this and he's like you know i i i returned it and i never got a refund i'm like uh dude i i never got it i'm like i'm giving you a benefit of a doubt i literally just have had issues with postal service like Mm -hmm. i'll talk talk about that in a second but anyway um so i'm like dude do you still have the tracking information for this he's like well he's a man he's like man it's been a couple months he goes i'll see if i can find it or whatever but i'm like of course i'm like well you should have told me hey i'm shipping it back he didn't say anything he was just going to do it um he's kind of one of the reasons I finally got fed up and stopped making the mini matrix. But anyway, um, I'm halfway thinking about messaging him tomorrow and be like, Hey, did you find the tracking information? It was, I don't know, $20, It was maybe $25, $30 thing. I may just go ahead and give him the refund and be like, look, you know yeah. what? I've gotten screwed, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, if you take down your one star review, I'm not asking for a positive review.
0: Yeah. Just take down no. that
1: one. Just take wipe down it down. out. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you the re, I'll give you the benefit out and, and, and refund it. So, uh, I don't want to make it seem like I'm paying for a positive review because I'm not, I'm not paying for a positive review. I'm trying to do right by this guy. Yes. Because, because the first matrix, this version two matrix that I shipped out to this guy to, you know, do the big event for me. When he got it, it was broken. So I'm like, listen, this is going to be a nightmare to deal with. We're going to take care of it. I immediately made him another one, sent it out to him. I put in the claim through a postal service. They rejected it. Said it didn't have enough information. So I went through the claim again and they rejected it again. And so this last time I, I put like absolutely everything I did, I was like, listen, I did not sell it through Etsy to this guy. You know, I cut him a deal because he was helping me out. It was a direct payment through uh PayPal. You know, I shaved off $10 because he was, you know, doing me a favor or whatever, here's the proof of how much I sell it for, blah, blah, blah. And I flat out said, here's the bottom line. I paid, he paid me for this item. I paid the postal service to include insurance to ship it to him. You broke it. He took it to you to inspect. You kept it and you're not paying me. So yep. in my eyes, you broke the item I sold and then stole it.
0: Yeah.
1: Because if you're going, if you're going to not honor this claim, fine. Give me back my property. Yep. And all of a sudden they caved. Oh, imagine that, eh? Yeah. Because so, I'm sure they have no idea where the hell it is. I'm sure they've oh. thrown it somewhere That's and it's true. in a trash bin or something. So Not a chance. Anyway, if I could drop the post office, I would, in a heartbeat, but FedEx and UPS are so much more expensive to ship. and I'd, like, I'd have to bump up the price and people would be like, why did the price jump like $20? Because the post office is balls. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's been kind of a nightmare dealing with Etsy. I, I've just, I mm-hmm. really wish there was another competing service and maybe there yeah. is, and I just don't know about
0: it. I've we even, need a
1: new Etsy and we need a yeah. new postal service. Hell yeah.
0: There's, there's been some, I remember, um, it was like a year, year and a half ago, there was a local, like an Ontario one, that um, that tried to start up, and it was I, I understand the intention of it, and it was it was a local makers hub or something like that that they called it, but it was expensive to be on there,
2: uh-huh. you know,
0: to have yeah. your stuff featured in certain spots of the website. Sometimes you'd have to pay like fifty dollars a month to do that. And I'm like, well, I just might as well have my own website. It's cheaper that way. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you're running it, but now I'm just paying you to sell my stuff and etsy's a whole crap ton cheaper than than that if you're going to lay it all out like that then you are the most expensive option even though you you know you're local and that's fantastic but you're expensive (laughs) and so i know there's some things that popped up like that but yeah there's nothing that competes with etsy unfortunately so it's almost as if it's like amazon right like amazon also has a handmade market too but i don't know much about
1: that now i'm I so i'm so leery because of the stuff that i sell i think because it is a it is my artistic idea of this object that i'm selling that it gives me grace but it's also the fact that it's on etsy and etsy's known for making you know well it's known for being creative stuff instead of selling whatever um yeah. i'm a i'm afraid to put it on amazon because i'm afraid Hasbro would be like, okay, now you're competing on the same marketplace oh, where we sell okay. official Transformer stuff. Yeah. So I don't want to do that. And yes, like you said, could I, it's, I, I think it's, it wouldn't be that much more, but I could set up our, our website to have a sales spot and um, mm-hmm. Squarespace would take care of all that back-end work. It would yeah. be a monthly fee or it would be, you know, a bigger yearly fee or whatever. Yep. Um. The problem is, is, how are people going to find it? Like, I know people, you know, the people in the Transformers community are, you know, showing it to each other and, and, and getting word of mouth that way. But, like, Random Joe, they're not even going to find the damn thing on our website. Like, yeah, it just it doesn't make sense. It's it's it makes sense for me to stay on Etsy, but damn, they're making it hard. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, they are. And, and because right. I, I don't have. The, the history that you have with them. Like, I don't have an established store. It was just something brand new. I only had like, I don't even think I had 10 sales, right? So mm-hmm. it's still, I don't have a base, right? I don't have a constant customer base that's coming back and I'm not known for anything. So I think that's why I can kind of be like, well, this was a fun experiment and try something else. I really miss markets, like actually doing farmers markets and like craft markets and stuff like that because mm-hmm. of both, they've been shut down for the past two years. So, um, yeah, I would like to do something like that because and, yeah. and, I like doing
2: it when I would sell my cookies, but yeah, maybe I'll give you my artwork to sell there too.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: but anyway, so yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I've been thinking about that and I wanted to bring that up and just, mm-hmm. I was like, well, yeah, this has kind of been in the back of my head. Cause like I said, I didn't find out about the, 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 uh, the boycott until about halfway through it or whatever. And I was just like, yeah. Okay, I haven't gotten any sales this week anyway. I I don't really think I need to to necessarily shut down my store just for the next three days to yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. to, you know, be part of it. So Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So But anyway, yeah, so I'm just and, and I, I haven't been really selling that much stuff here recently. In fact I've I've kind of been uh I've kind of been happy that I haven't sold what few things are still on there right now because uh I'm I'm uh trying to back build right now like i said i gotta get these built before i relist some of this stuff uh but i'm also it's 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 enough money that i feel like it's worth my time to do yep. mm-hmm. uh, because it's also yeah it's like having you know a part-time job that i can work kind of when i want and i don't have to leave the house yeah uh, <laughs> so that's nice um but yeah i i i'm going to keep doing it until you know maybe I don't because I can only this market can only be so saturated. There can only be so many people who want a hundred and twenty five dollar matrix of leadership. <laughs> um but um uh yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna keep going with it, but it it's definitely nice when I get into an area where, you know, into a rhythm where it's I don't have any sales going on and I can do what I want. I can come home and be like, Oh, I'm gonna go work on my proton pack and stuff. All right, well I need to get all the electronics together yeah. so I can make <laughs> So
2: yeah. So so remind me to after the show tell you another idea that I had for your uh, for your next item that you might build.
1: Okay, interesting. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and talk about what we'd like to work on for next month. Uh, <coughs> Ray, you got any ideas? Uh, so yeah. Um, I got to
2: pick a day and and do that. Day of whether it's music or art or whatever, I'm gonna do that. Other than that, listen, there has been creative things. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the kitchen continues. So
1: I was gonna say we didn't ever get back around to that, and I, I know we don't want to go too late because y'all do have kind of a hard out. But um, so what about this lead paint going on?
0: Oh, okay. So <laughs> uh, if you live in a house that was built before the mid 1970s, and there is paint. There is a really good chance that you have lead pain. 85% chance. Yeah. It's, he made that statistic up. We don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> listen. There's a listen. good chance that you
2: are. 70% <laughs> of people know that 100% of your facts are correct when you state that there's statistics. Yep, right. Four out of three people have issues with math. He's here
0: all week, people. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so knowing that this house had had, uh, you know, my, when my cousin lived here, she had painted some trim that hadn't been painted before. Um, it's fine. Um, I'm only undoing a little bit of that. It's but a, but but the rest of the house had already been painted. So it but it, the problem is it would have been fine. The Problem is it's starting to chip off, and that's when you have the problem is when lead paint starts to chip off and it's um, degrades. and it degrades and it can. The particulates are what is the problem because they can get into your lungs and anyways. So, yeah, pets eat them and stuff. Uh, thankfully, we don't have toddlers anymore that are eating. I was going to say,
2: if you want want an example of what happens to you, Tommy boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no joke, right?
0: Uh, so anyways, we bought a lead, uh, a lead paint testing kit turns out
2: up like a, everything
0: oh, yeah. is got lead. So we we bought this special um, paint stripper that is deals with lifting lead paint, and uh, it's really expensive, and you have to lay it on real thick, so you have to use a lot of it. So we've already gone through I think what like four or five buckets of it already. Yeah. Just to do it's the five. kitchen or on yeah, um, and it's we've spent a lot of money doing this, but it needs to get done because it was chipping off.
2: so it's like 50 bucks a pop it's 50
0: bucks a pop so we're stripping it only to paint it again but it's because it was chipped anyway so
2: well and and so because there's like eight layers of paint on some of this stuff yeah which means you have actually lost some of the detail in the molding yeah Mm -hmm. because of how many layers of paint there are yeah oh yeah so uh so because of that I, i am excited to to get back down to the wood and uh clean it all up and then in some of the areas we are actually going to get right down to the wood and then stain it. A, give it a nice sand, clean it all up, and then stain it back to its original. Well, as uh, close to original as, as, to original yeah. as possible. Right.
0: But the creative yeah. part is because it's like this thick, and each bucket seems to be a different consistency. <laughs> it's like it's
2: some like, sometimes it's like working with mud. Uh huh. Other times it's like icing.
0: Yeah. So either you're working okay. with frosting or you're working with something that's got a much thinner consistency. So, which is what happened to me today. So the bucket that I was working with and finished up today was like thick, like like a real thick buttercream icing. So it went on really nicely. And then the new bucket that I opened up, I got fucking mud. And I'm like, oh, this stuff is so thin and it's goopy and you have to. anyways, because you have to put it on so thick, you can't just like smear on a thin layer. Like it's gotta right. be Slept on and then you have to put this special paper over top of it so that it keeps it um moist moist, uh enough to the chemical reaction all that so that when you peel it off the next day it all comes off it all comes off because the problem with why you shouldn't sand lead paint if you're suspicious of it or why you shouldn't Mm -hmm. use a heat gun is because those lead chemicals get released and that's where the problems. you Mm -hmm. want to keep lead paint moist when you're stripping when you're it, so, it
2: to get rid of it. Yep. To get rid
0: of it yep. properly so it's not a danger to you or your environment. Yep. Um. So that's been what I've been doing for the last while you did help me with yes. With part of it. And yes. I think we were both at one point ready to light this whole house on fire and just be like, fuck it. Fuck it. This is so dumb. <laughs> Why? Whose now. idea was this? <laughs> uh, because we've never used this product before and the first time it did mistakes were made mistakes were made we learned our lesson um, yeah you
2: can't let this stuff dry out
0: no you can't and you or can't it
2: just makes it so
0: much worse. and it's really messed stripping anything is super messy yeah yeah anything like that it's just a big old mess and it's a lot of it's a commitment you really really the, yeah those um instagram reels and those tiktoks where people are like let's
2: skip to the good let's part let's skip to the
0: Part what you have missed is like three days of crying because oh, yeah. it's messy and goopy and you've got it everywhere. You've gotten all over your clothes. It's on your hands.
2: I'll take you for a tour after the show.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, so that's been that, but it's important to get it off. Had the had the paint, the sealed paint that was on there not started chipping, we would have just left it because it was coming off in pretty decent places. Oh yeah um it needs to because yeah. need, we plan on living here for a while so it needs to come off
2: well and it'd be nice to make it so the next this is one of those planting the trees that you know you'll never enjoy the shade
0: yeah <laughs> that's kind of is, but um so that's been my endeavor this week and i am 65 percent done so i feel good i feel good i got a good rhythm i understand the product now I don't want to burn the house down anymore, so th- that's good. Um, so I'm, 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 I'll get it done by next week. It'll all, everything I have to strip will be done. Uh, probably minus a door, but that's that can wait. That doesn't have to be done right away.
2: And then I get to start on the floor. You're excited about the floor? I am excited about the floor. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Well,
2: anyway. Because it means we're one step closer to getting the kitchen
1: done. There you go. Baby steps. Yes. Um, so, so you're, yes. you're going back to for
2: yourself. <laughs> One day yeah. in between now and whatever day in May, uh, I will have a day where it's just I get to do what I want to do mm-hmm. uh, gotcha. artistically.
0: I yeah. really want that for you. I really want well, to try to not come up with stuff.
1: If nothing <laughs> else, uh, you might need to schedule a doctor's appointment because there's a, a very important doctor's appointment coming up next month.
2: There really is. Uh, so, I, I actually should put a medical in for that.
1: Yep. So. <laughs> um, Basics. for those of you who don't understand, Doctor Strange comes out. So, uh, everyone needs, everyone needs to go see the doctor. Oh,
0: Logan already is a part of this and she's going. Basics. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: um, oh, that'll be interesting. Cause I'll have to, I'll see, I'll need to see if I can go that Thursday night. Cause the seventh is when I have that event. It's not super early and it's only in Austin, but still, mm-hmm. um, all right, Chris, uh, so uh, is your, your project for next time just continuing work on the kitchen?
0: Yeah, it's working on the kitchen. Um, my part, I have very limited parts. So um, my parts were helping with the demo and helping with the cleanup. I say helping is like I'm just trying to corral the mess. And uh, painting, that's sort of because he hates painting. And I like it because it, it it's, I don't know, I like doing it. Gotcha. So I paint. So I'm coming up once I'm done the stripping. I, you also have to spray this solution on it to alchemize oh, yeah. it, whatever. There's a lot of waiting too when it comes to stripping. Anyway, um, once the trim's painted and then I paint the walls, um, then we can do the floor. So I'm hoping, um, by the next time we talk on this specific podcast, um, that I will have at least painted the trim and I'm hoping with my other project that I'm doing um that I have at least started maybe writing some stuff for
1: it okay cool um mine's right. very simple I didn't say anything I didn't say anything <laughs> either uh, and I'm not going to go into it uh, mine is very simple proton pack that's it. Two words. That is my goal. Like I said on May seventh, I have uh, we're going to Dragon's Lair in Austin. There, it's Free Comic Book Day, mm-hmm. and uh, they're a big comic book store, and they've invited us to come out. And so we're going to go out. And like I said, if I don't have my pack up <laughs> and running, I may do my uh, um, quote-unquote casual scientist version, mm-hmm. uh, which would be fine because anyone else that's there, if they're in full gear. I would just offer to take pictures so that we got pictures to post to our website and everything. Uh we've had a lot of shit going on with our stuff. We finalized our patch. We have uh, almost finalized like our business card. We're about to do that. We sent off for the patch. Uh it's actually a company in Canada it gave us one of the best deals and You're they've welcome. already they've already given us um I mean we we've already shared what the 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 new logo looks like for the austin ghostbusters but they've already sent us uh they sent us a picture of what the proof looks like oh awesome that's a mighty fine patch right there that's That's awesome that looks really good so we're all super excited it may be up to a month you know by the time they print and then get it you know or get it you know all done and get it sent to us hoping to have it maybe by may 7th we'll see um where's
2: can you send the information about that company i'd I'd really like the
1: yeah let me find yeah. let me get it from Bev and I'll, I'll send it to yeah. you so yeah. um but anyway so we've got that stuff going we're trying to get a bunch of other stuff going um it, it's really exciting right now it's a really exciting time for my ghostbusters group trying to get um a bunch of stuff moved over and going and everything and uh and then like I said it's just you know we're trying to wrap up the school year we're finally getting close to this whole life cycle thing I've been doing which eats up my entire day pretty much every day uh at work um and then just we're almost to the end of the school year and then at least Christy and the boys will be off and then I'll be off shortly after that. And uh, There's a lot. There's a lot of shit going on. So, <laughs> so. anyway, um, well, that is our show for the month. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would please give us a five star rating in iTunes, Google Stitcher, wherever as you listen or watch the show, you can also find us on YouTube. If you want to see the video version, uh, you can find us at epicallygeeky.com geeky.com where you can find the rest of our shows to include the, uh Marginally Geeky Show, the Epically Geeky Show, and Sustainably Geeky. Uh you can find us on all of the socials at Epically Geeky. Where can we find you online, Ray? Uh
2: Reluctant the Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. It's uh, <laughs> the best spot for me.
0: Yeah.
2: I have a Twitter account and Twitter's still a cesspool.
1: <sighs> I heard from some people. Now I don't know how did you access Twitter? Were you using the official Twitter app? Yes. Okay. Supposedly you can set up groups now. Um, and so a lot of people, instead of necessarily unfollowing a bunch of people, they specifically will put things in groups. And so when you go into Twitter, instead of seeing the fire hose, just go, you know, I'm just gonna look at the hockey section and just look at it and be uh, like, cool, that's hockey done.
2: Uh, yeah. I, I specifically follow only very select few people. So it's <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, Mostly
0: Steve Dangle.
2: Steve Dangle, CJ, a bunch of, you know, yeah, normal just guys. The, just those guys. Yeah, just those guys. That's right. It. So probably in um, the
1: AHL, And I I mean on my Facebook I I follow very yeah. few people. I'm friends with a lot of people. I follow very few people. Yeah. So the majority of my stream is ghostbusters toy collecting, you know, pop culture stuff. And so Canadians. Facebooks Canadians, <laughs> Facebook's not that bad a place for me anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but I'll, I'll go into something about that here after the show in a second. Okay. Anyway, uh, Chris, where can we find you online?
0: Uh, all the shows you said. And on Instagram. And I changed my handle yes. on it again. I quite enjoyed it. It's called Moody Midlife. I saw that. Yeah. So I <laughs> kind of, you know, a little bit more fitting.
1: Nice. It, it you know, it's old... <laughs> old eugene would have had a fit with that because i've been like chris you keep breaking the links it's like now i'm just like no that sounds cool go for it yeah
0: it's my account (laughs) that's your account (laughs) yeah
1: and as always you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus gene on facebook instagram and twitter for everyone on the site have a good night
0: presentation of the epically geeky network